looks like Erling Holland is going to be the next guy that gets transferred from from uh, a smaller European club to one of the big, you know, six or eight clubs for something like probably some ridiculous transfer fee in the hundreds of millions of pounds or euros or whatever they're going to measure it as. Oh, thank you. Now I understand everything there is to know about. <laughs> and and we never even have to have that as a, as a topic to talk about in a podcast. Never. When Shane explains the soccer rules in Europe. All right. It's really complicated. Anyway, uh, hi, everybody. This is uh, Dad Pods. I am Shane. And I am Michael. Yeah. And we are here to talk to you uh, not about uh, so- uh, football transfers in Europe, though that would be something that I think I want to talk about, but Michael will fall asleep during. Um, we're here to talk about WandaVision episode five. On a very special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's crazy. Mm-hmm. So much stuff happens in this episode and it's relatively short. It's not, so what happens is the episodes uh, go along, they get a little bit longer every episode. Mm-hmm. It seemed like most of the early episodes were, you know, in that 22 to 25 minute range, just like a regular sitcom. This one's a little bit longer, but it's still under, I think it's still under 30 minutes. Yeah. And uh, the, the later episodes get into the 45 to 55 minute range. Right. And, yeah. And now we've finally made it to the 80s. Which, yes. This is totally our wheelhouse, right? This was such my wheelhouse. I, I love this one through and through the, all the parts that are in sitcom land, like, I've watched so many 80s sitcoms. That is, for me, my, that's my wheelhouse of, of sitcoms. Okay, do we have, uh, j- just as an aside, yep. your wheelhouse of sitcoms and my wheelhouse of sitcoms. This is not, this is not planned. This is okay. not, uh, uh, this is completely improv. What right. is your top, your Mount Rushmore of, uh, of 80s sitcoms? Okay, I'm going to go Family Ties. Okay. I got to go Full House. Okay. Uh, and then, let's see. Oh, gosh. Now, going Growing Pains. And then last but not least, this is so tricky. Ooh. See, sadly, the one that I would have picked has mm. been invalidated by a certain person's crimes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, does it rhyme? Does it rhyme with Rosby show? <laughs> it might. So <laughs> it has now been replaced with cheers. Okay, cheers. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna throw mash in there. Because mm. I think that extended into the 80s. It started mm-hmm. in the 70s, but I, I get that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get uh, Night Court. Mm, I love, love Night that Court. one. Great show. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with you on Family Ties. Uh, I'm gonna throw in a Who's the Boss? Whoa, unusual choice. Not even network. Unusual right? choice. UHF. Uh, who's the Boss? You know, it, it was. Oh wait, no, know, Tony Ganza. Who's the Boss was on network TV. I, I yeah, yeah, thinking... yeah. It was on. The, it was on like the same. If you remember back in the day, I think it was. Uh, Growing Pains, Family Ties, and Who's the Boss were all on the right. same night. Right. And it might have even led into the Cosby Show all right. on the same night. I think it was all NBC. Yeah. If I can recall correctly. Shane, I must ask you, who was the boss? That's an excellent question. Uh, I believe it would hold me, it would be hold me closer, Tiny Dan- Tony Danza. Okay. Answered. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, that, had, that was a great show with, you know, Mona, the grandma, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, everybody's first celebrity crush, Alyssa Milano. Mm hmm. Yeah, shows. Angela, shows the boss, uh, as yeah. the, the classic sitcom opening of someone walking into someone else uh, naked. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> and that, that happens every every week. Right, <laughs> but you weeks. it was in the for opening. Twenty two weeks, yeah, for twenty two weeks a year, you got to see someone you know 
get interrupted in the shower. Yeah. So it's just like being a parent. Yes. And I think what's, and I think this is something for, for all of the listeners out there, if you're watching the show as we're doing it, which would be weird, uh, or if you're um, you know, listening to this after watching the show, think about um, the fact that the shows that, that they are putting up as an homage to in each of these episodes, they're all family sitcoms. Mm-hmm. So you and I, we mentioned a couple of shows like MASH and uh, Cheers mm-hmm. that aren't, that are, that could certainly be family television, but they weren't, they weren't sitcoms about, you know, the nuclear family, the father, right. dad, you know, kids and neighbors and kooky stuff that ha- happens with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's more um, grow- growing pains, family ties is in there. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we don't get a lot of, there's a lot of classic television that's, that's, that's missing in, in this sort of, thing and, and it, it's it's important to think about when you think about Wanda like where she's where where this is coming from mm-hmm. uh and you know her need of family right so right. first first episode we had Dick Van Dyke show family sitcom right right bewitched uh, a couple right sitcom and then uh yeah. the next one was clearly Brady Bunch that looked yeah. like the Brady Bunch set right right and yeah. there's also you know there's a couple others like the honeymooners is clearly referenced in there and uh, i love lucy is certainly right that first episode is very i love lucy mm-hmm. um uh you know bewitched you also have a little bit of uh, i dream of genie mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and you've got some but yeah uh uh the the classic family tele uh sitcom is really right. what's what's going on here so, so yeah we, we watch this episode and you see this 80s montage for the opening of wandavision and it it's I feel like it's definitely going for family ties there. You see the pictures and like the history. It's great. Family ties, family ties and growing pains, I think is yeah, two, it's a the mix. two that I thought of the most with that, with that intro. I love, they had the, the they always do the thing in the, the in, intros for those 80s shows, showing like stuff that happened in the past and showing pictures yeah. of them in the past and the ones mm-hmm. of vision. <laughs> yeah. That was just funny in and of itself. Yeah. Vision is a, is a, is a child or something like that. <laughs> so great with his vision like skin and color mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so um um some people have even suggested that there were some early 90s feel in this episode too i i think that's that's fair yeah yeah that, some of the stuff i read though those sitcoms definitely crossed over into those yeah because i think i think i think growing pains definitely did cross over don't think that family ties did because uh that ended because before. Michael J. Fox leaves and that show falls apart. Yeah, it ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think Full House crossed it. A lot of these. Full 80s House definitely things. crossed over. I, did, I don't think of Full House as an 80s show. I think of it as more of a 90s show. Mm-hmm. Um, Full House, of course, uh, is the show that uh, Elizabeth Olsen's sisters starred in. Huh. Funny that. So, right. yeah. yeah. So. Uh, because the, the Olsen twins, of course, were her older sisters. Right. And then to, to fast forward a bit, like when, when they talk about the, the making of the show, and there is a great documentary on Disney Plus about the, mm-hmm. the making of the show. Elizabeth yeah. Olsen told, yeah. she does talk about how uh, she really enjoyed doing the sitcom bits of the show because she remembers growing up on a sitcom studio. Mm-hmm. It was obviously to see her sisters filming Full House. Right. Yeah. So... All right. Well, let's uh, so let's uh, let's get into the show. Yeah. So it starts. Um, 
if you remember, uh, Wanda had just given birth and thrown a, uh, a sword agent out of her house. Yes. <laughs> and so we enter, the, the sitcom land starts, and uh, as is most of the time when there's babies on a sitcom, they're crying. Yep. That's, that's the sitcom trope. Like, oh, yeah. no, there's babies. I can't stop them from crying. Yeah, what do, what do babies do? They cry. You can't stop babies from crying. It's sort of like anytime you see a dog on television or a movie, like you have to hear them barking. Yep. But then once the dogs are in another room, you don't hear them at all. Which is not the case. <laughs> no, normally you don't hear a dog when it's right up to you because they don't need you to bark at you. They're right there. Right. You hear, you hear them barking from far away. Yeah. But anyway, that's the same thing with children. They're right there, they're crying. And the new parents can't get their babies to stop crying. Yes. As, again, is the, the common sitcom trope. Like, they yeah. can't figure it out. Yeah. Um, so I think even Wanda says something like, I don't know what I'm going to do, or um, I don't know if we can do this on our own. And then, boom, in walks Agnes from, yes. the, from next door, and which is almost on cue. She not only walks in, but she's in full 1980s uh, leotard Jane Fonda workout garb. Mm -hmm. and it, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. And she does something weird, though. Mm -hmm. She even, she, she says she kind of messes up her line. Yep. And she asks Wanda if she wants her to do it again. Right. Oh, yeah. Should I, should I do that again? Should and, I do that again? And Wanda doesn't quite know how to react to it. And Vision seems very, very concerned because mm -hmm. he's already expressed some some uh, questions in the previous episode about what's going on. Creates a very awkward moment until uh, Wanda's able to just kind of laugh it off. Yep. Um, and then, but what happens to actually really push forward the story at this point is boom, the kids are five years old now. Yeah, they, you look back and they're not babies anymore. It, Agnes has done a great job of calming them down and then doesn't need to because they turn into five-year-olds. They suddenly. turn into five-year-olds. Now, I did you rewatch this episode just this week? or did you? I did not, actually. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't think that we see Wanda do anything. Right. At this. So it's not like we see like her do her little wrist, wrist thing and, and all of a sudden the babies are older. Right. No, I definitely remember this, that like Wanda is not in control of them aging up. And she's in fact always surprised, if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. every time they age up. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They're yeah. going to age up again. They're going to age up again. We're all getting older, everybody out there. Mm -hmm. So uh, so then we cut to the real, quote unquote, real world. This is outside of the, the dome. Uh, we're back in, you know, the, the temporary sword. I, I can't say the word sword sometimes. I have <laughs> swords. To do the, I do the, no, it's it's not the S, it's the SW, I sword. Sword. Does that sound right? Sword, sword? It, it is a sword, but you know. Okay, so sword, director, uh, apparently his name is Hayward. I think they mm -hmm. say it like twice during the whole episode. And yeah, yeah. I'm supposed yeah. to learn that. Um, he, calls her, he calls Wanda a terrorist. He's trying to come up with a plan to go in there and take her out, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Monica... She is uh, healed from her being thrown from the uh, Westview. Yep. And uh, she's she's pretty certain that Wanda's not all bad. Right. She thinks there's some good going on here, and that she's just she's just hurting or something like that. Yeah. 
even though Monica's the one that said it's all Wanda, like right. last episode, that was the last scene we, we saw. Right. Uh, so, ominously. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So it's setting up as uh, this Hayward guy is trying to, you know, destroy Wanda. Mm-hmm. Monica mm-hmm. is kind of trying to save her, or at least, you know, figure out what's going on before you start shooting things. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure what to make of this because, you know, we know that Wanda's been in Monica's head to sort of coerce her into this. Although Monica is right. immediately defending her, right? So and 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 clearly Monica is also in control of herself at this point. Like she's not, right. she's not under a, a hex or a spell or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Great. So this is her immediate inclination. So yeah. So Hayward is claiming that uh, that Wanda stole Vision's body, and mm-hmm. that's how he got she got him. Right. And resurrected him, right against against his living will. Yeah, this is weird. Why does Vision have a living will? <laughs> yeah, I don't. He's a I robot. So first of all, let's think of the age of the robot too. Yeah, at best, maybe his thirties. He's probably his twenties. I don't know. How old is that? Vision's not real. Realistically, he's two. Something like that. Yeah. At this point in time, I. I know it's hard to make a 20 year old to make a living will. Right. So like, oh, that don't want to apply, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, There's no way in hell. <laughs> We're in our not... 40s. Do we both have living wills? Not, I, I, I have a general thing of like, hey, this is what I don't want right. told to my spouse, but I don't have it formally. Right. Done. You don't have a written thing that's notarized and. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why would Vision have one? Yeah. I don't. I that, that would say I don't want to be resurrected if I'm ever killed. Right. And this isn't just me being <laughs> snarky. Like this is again no. me talking with future knowledge of like uh-huh. Hayward, you're you're full of full of ass. I that's that's what that's where that's where I go. Yeah. I think he I think Hayward's making this up. Uh, and I think knowing what we do, I think that's a very easy assertion to make. Yeah. But all of a sudden, like he's got he's got all the Avengers living wills like in a yeah. safe or something. Yeah, I, I don't I don't buy it. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, particularly when we start to think about uh, what happens in the last episode and a particular philosophical argument that gets raised. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, th- I think Vision's probably okay with, like, if, it, if part of his body is, like, faulty, he would replace it, right? Yeah. Uh, we should talk a little bit about Vision here. So, so Vision, he's a machine. Mm-hmm. He's uh, allegedly has a living will. Now, do we think that Vision distinguishes himself as his self versus like what his atoms are. And I feel like we know enough about him that he's a very philosophical person. I've kind of talked before about how like, I think vision is data before data (laughs) existed. Yeah. Right. Vision is definitely Mr. Spock. And he's, Mm -hmm. uh, I think philosophically, he, he thinks a lot about what, what the self is. And I don't think he thinks of the atoms as being the self. So you think he, you think Vision believes in an incorporeal soul? Yeah, and I think Vision would be number one in favor of organ donation. He would be an organ donor. Sure. Vision's totally okay with like, hey, you need another Captain America shield? My body's made of vibranium. Have at it. Sure. I think Vision thinks of what, Vision thinks of like, this is, I am the me. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the the atoms that make up the me are are not, that does not matter. Right. So, and, and, yeah. and at the end, of, you know, he also completely sacrificed himself. True. 
yeah um, he he t- he chose that in infinity war like that was yeah that was made clear mm-hmm. he wanted it to be his choice so i think we know a lot about vision at this point in time both mm-hmm. from the comics but also just from the movies like vision sure and then we also again this is us speaking with future knowledge of the show like what, mm-hmm. what vision wants all we're saying is hayward you're a liar <laughs> yeah yeah i think so um so back from our little aside so monica notices that uh her clothing that she was wearing when it passed through uh westview mm-hmm. uh changed to be era appropriate so like she didn't have to put on new clothing when she yeah. got through it was just like changed to like she got there and she was in the 60s and you know, yeah. it changed to be in the 70s and then it, it came back and it was weird right so <clears throat> And so she wonders if they can use that to sort of get through get through the dome. Right. If you can use something that is already era, era specific. appropriate and era it, appropriate, won't be, yeah. it won't get transformed. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, okay, we're back in Sitcom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So a dog appears at the, uh, at the WandaVision house mm-hmm. and the boys ask to keep it. Right. And one Classic. that is surprised though. Wanda is, is surprised. Yeah. And and this is one of those that we maybe put a little um, uh, a little bookmark in mm-hmm. and kind of come back to this in a future episode when we learn a little bit more about it. And I'm and I, it's one of those that I'm confused about and I wonder why it was there. Hmm. Why is this little bit with the dog? Yeah, because we learn, you know, a, a fairly humorous and funny bit about the dog later. Oh yeah. But like what was the was there was there a real purpose to this or it was just like a distraction? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have to talk about it later. Yeah. So uh, Wanda and Vision are like, oh boys, you're too young to be mm-hmm. caring for a dog. And then boom, they're 10 years old. Right. And very importantly, yet again, Wanda does not look like she wants this to happen. Right. Even though we know already at this point in time, like it's all Wanda, right? Monica mm-hmm. said that. The yeah. boys are making themselves 10 and Wanda does not want this to happen. Right. Or at least doesn't feel like she has full control over whether it happens. Right. Um, and then I think that is important to kind of, again, let's, 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 let's footnote that. Kind yeah. of, did I say bookmark and then footnote? Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll go we'll, back and we'll find all the bookmarks and footnotes. We'll, we'll footnote the bookmarks. Yeah. And bookmark the footnotes. There you go. Um, so yeah, so uh, Vision then goes to work at his computational incorporated or whatever the heck that is, mm-hmm. um, where they just count things. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know, it's it's late '80s, early '90s. There is an electronic message. Yes. <laughs> I think it's probably wrong to fully call it an email, but it's an electronic message. Yeah. Uh, from Sword. Hmm. Uh, that uh, reveals the situation in Westview. So, so he sees this, and then um, he tries to uh, get some information out of his colleague Norm, who's who. If you look at Norm, he's clearly not a Norm. But that's no, the that's name not that he has. Yeah, he's clearly uh, Indian of Indian descent. Uh, yes, and there's very few Norms from Mumbai. Yeah, true. So. And uh, so, so Vision turns to him and then somehow does 
something with his hands? He and... uses his hands. He goes to his set, like his temples, and there's some glowy stuff that comes out of his fingers, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Adelesh, yeah. which is his actual name, right, is freed from Wanda's hex. Right. And he is panicked and hysterical. Right. And he wants to talk to his sister, doesn't know what's going on. It's like, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Vision is clearly panicked. He's... He's thrown for a loop. He doesn't. Yeah. He vision definitely doesn't know what's going on. Vision is in the dark, clearly. Right. Um, so um, he puts uh, Abilesh, me, Norm, yeah, uh, directly back under the thing because it calms him down. Right. And at least makes him, you know, rather than have him being hysterical and running out to the street with his clothes off or something. Right. So we should pause here and. Uh... I think at this point, so we've we've established from the last episode, it's all Wanda. Wanda's in control. She's the one changing this mm -hmm. world. And we saw that again when, when it ended with Wanda and Vision sitting at the couch and the you know, voodoo child uh, plays. And yet, uh, and at this point, I think you're getting clued into some of the horror of what's happening to people in the town. Their control. Mm -hmm. They don't, they do not want to be living this sitcom. Right. Wanda's doing that to them. Mm -hmm. uh, yet, as we've seen, there are things that are not under her control. Yeah. So as a, as a watcher, um, I think uh, this is where, and we've talked a little bit about theories and, and the different things that everybody was going through as they were watching the show. Um, this is when you're like, okay, so Wanda may have, may have direct control over everything in here, but there's she might be under control of something else. Right. There's gotta be somebody else that's pulling strings. There's gotta be somebody else that's that's influencing what's going on because why would she then be surprised right. if if her children are now 10 years old? Yeah. Why would she be, well, we're gonna see some, another big surprise at the end. But um, spoiler alert, um, but yeah, so what's going on? Right. And we don't, we still don't fully know, even though we've had this big reveal the whole last episode. Yeah. yeah. So um, still, 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 still lots of questions. So is this where we get our, I can't remember. I didn't actually do this in the recap. Is this where we get our ad? Oh yeah. That's this right. might be where the, the ad is. We should talk a little bit about it. Yeah. It's um, it's so all of the ads so far have been related to different really different sort of seminal, even tragic moments in Wanda's life, right? Right. So we had Stark, we had Hydra, we had mm -hmm. uh, the, the timepiece that was um, Strucker, mm -hmm. and now we've got Lagos. This is a, is a right. paper towel. <laughs> I'm trying to remember now what was, and I am- It was a paper towel, it was up. a paper towel brand, uh, Lagos, mm -hmm. which- um, That's know, right. For, for cleaning up messes. Yep. And if uh, for those of you who remember Lagos in the in the MCU, uh, Captain America's Civil War, we're already up to that point mm -hmm. in Wanda's existence. And she actually, in in trying to save Captain America, she actually ends up, um, she uh, yeah, killing a bunch of people. Right. She <laughs> try, she tries to contain a bomb. Right. But while doing so, she, she destroyed a building. She destroyed a building. 
I, I have rewatched this scene recently mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, if that bomb goes off, maybe the building gets destroyed anyhow. It's like, yeah. I mean, she, she definitely did the right thing. It would have killed, she, she would have killed hundreds of people that were out there in that market. Yeah. I, I think uh, them claiming that this was a hundred percent her fault is like, uh, I don't I don't I'm not entirely sure of that. Like that's the, yeah, in, a, in a modern interpretation, especially in a place where ahem, well, we seem to give cops quite a bit of leeway. Sure. I would actually have thought it, in a modern world, like people wouldn't have bat an eyelash at this. It's like, oh, you were trying to do something. Yeah. Well, this is a little bit like so. So if someone shoots at Captain America with yeah. a gun, yeah, and he, you know, blocks it with his shield, but then that bullet ricochets off and hits somebody else. Right. Is that Captain America's fault? Yeah. Or is it the guy that shot the gun? Yeah, it should be the again. It yeah. should be the guy that shot the gun, right? Like, yeah. so this should. This is Wanda's fault. Yeah. This is not Wanda's fault. This is this guy that that they you know shut off set off the bomb. Yeah, it's a taskmaster, right, or whoever it was at the time. It was uh, uh, Crossbones. Is his name. Crossbones. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> One of the the more generic villains. Not not yes. Not not your Mephisto or uh, Magneto. No, or whoever. No. No. So, uh, spoiler alert: Crossbones is not the big bad in Wandavision. Yeah, he he kind of sucks. He's just a little. He's little dead. Dude. Well, there you go. Anyhow, so so she remembers this one of her great failings, which causes yeah. a huge rift in the Avengers, causes them to split apart, uh, leads to the whole movie of Civil War, which is a really good movie, by the way. Yes, excellent. Um, I mean, from the point if you're if you're if you're going in MCU st- style, like once we hit, uh, once we hit Captain America: Civil War, that like there's no bad movies from there on out. Yeah, you're really rolling. Yeah, I mean, some people don't like uh, Captain Marvel, but those people can go to hell. Yeah, you know what? That movie really holds up. And uh, mm-hmm. here I have proof that it's really good. So, okay. So people, uh, right now, I've mentioned this before, my family is re-watching, the, or mm-hmm. actually just watching <laughs> the MCU because most of them haven't seen it other than me. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the first ones they they saw was Captain Marvel. So my kids who don't know any, they don't follow Twitter, so they don't know any of this. Mm-hmm. They still love Captain Marvel. Mar- mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, they watched, that actually got them hooked on the MCU. Sure. So you people who think that like, oh, she's not charismatic enough or whatever, mm-hmm. like you can go to hell. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Represent- first of all, representation matters. Still remains um, their favorite character. Yeah. After that, we are now very far along. We've just seen Guardians of the Galaxy. They still mm-hmm. think Captain Marvel's the best. Yeah, She's and that good. movie has yeah, that movie has a talking raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've seen a lot of other things. We've seen we've seen Captain America. We've seen multiple Iron Man movies. Mm-hmm. We've seen Thor, which they really didn't like. <laughs> yeah. They'll uh, like Ragnarok, but the the other two are bad. Yeah, those those are crap. But yeah. anyhow, uh, that movie's really good. Anyhow, so. As we go along, so Civil War, great movie. But once you hit Civil War, like the rest of the movies in the in the series, like because you get your Spider-Man movies, you've got Black Panther, the two Infinity War, Endgame, they're uh, Doctor Strange, they're all good from there on out. Oh yeah, and now yeah, Marvel's really on a roll. Maybe we should take this as an aside. As we are now in the midst of Marvel TV, we are discussing Mm -hmm. WandaVision, which is excellent. We're in the middle of watching (laughs) where we are in real time. The Winter Soldier. That was great. <laughs> it was good. So uh, we just uh, finished episode, was it four? Three? Yep, four. four. That was four. Yeah. 
So um, for those of you listening, this is gonna be a couple weeks later. Uh, this is the episode where uh, the new Captain America, John Walker. Yes. Uh, ends up killing a dude in the middle of a, like a, like a square, like a, like a city square in Europe somewhere. This might be one of the most iconic, tragic uh, MCU mm -hmm. images of all time. Yeah. And it came in one of their TV shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually really like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know some people thought it was a little boring to start with. Oh, I, I think I, it's. I've not thought this is boring at all. <laughs> I've been yeah. into it day one. Yeah, it's been really good. Um, we are not going to recap that one. Uh, we are going to save our. We're going to do some precapping yeah. on a on a future episode on a future yeah, yeah. show. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll get to that later. But we love Falcon and Winter. <laughs> we here yeah. at Dad Pods are huge. We here at Dad Pods because Captain America is the most dad of all the superheroes right mm -hmm. oh yeah he's a total dad. the marvel superheroes he's yeah. not a dad but he's yeah. the most dad yeah i mean he he acts as a father figure for like certainly wanda right mm -hmm. um you know during his time but he is the most sort of probably because he's just old and comes <laughs> out of time and stuff like that yeah 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 so, uh, are guess... there actual any dads uh, so well, Iron Man eventually get, becomes a dad. You get your Iron Man, sure. You got you got your Ant Man. Your Ant Man. He's a dad. Yeah. He starts but, as a dad. He's a hundred percent dad. Yeah. So Paul yeah. Rudd's older than us. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. It's crazy. I know. He looks. He looks like he's still. He could be in Clueless today. Anyway. Uh, just just to do yet another further aside, which is we do lots of asides. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, so now. We we live in the present where there's we're in a post WandaVision world. Series is great. Obviously, mm -hmm. we're talking about it. I think you could totally do a movie with just Wanda and Vision. People sure. would watch it. Mm -hmm. It would be super popular now, right? Yeah. So I think they've done that with this show where I don't think that would have happened before the show. No one's going to see that movie. Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, Marvel did put out a movie with a with a tree and a talking raccoon. Fair enough. And they got people to go watch it. Right. But your point, your point, your point is good insofar as I think this creates a a built-in audience to where Wanda, like they could do whatever they want to do with this character now. Yeah. They could make her, you know, at the end of Endgame, really, there's there's not a lot of um strong female characters other than Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. left like everybody else is kind of a side character yeah like wanda is now like because black widow is no longer right she is the one of the female faces of the mcu well and he put it this way like where would you have ranked wanda in the pantheon of marvel characters before yeah. this series like i don't yeah. even know if she's in the top she's certainly not in the top 10 sure yo no no, no probably not but Maybe. she might be there now Right, yeah, that's what my point was like. Right now, uh, the characters of Wanda and Vision will be one of the highest, most popular characters. Mm -hmm. This was a very popular show. We're, you know, we're getting through some of the meat of the episodes here. We're right at the halfway point now, mm -hmm. halfway through the half, <laughs> the half, halfway episode. through the fifth episode in a nine episode series. Yeah, nine episodes is a weird number too. It is. Yeah. I wonder if there's something about that. It, it could be. Stone. But it's totally Mephisto. <laughs> I, I just think, though, that we're here halfway through the series. This series is now super popular. At this point mm -hmm. in time, everyone was talking about it because I think a lot because of that last episode. But 
everyone I knew now watched it. Like they were all in. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're now again, just as we've said, like for Gen Xers, this is right in our wheelhouse. So you're watching an episode that's all 80s yeah. based. Mm-hmm. I liked the sitcom aspects of the ones before. I actually thought that 80s stuff here, it's hard to describe as we were talking about it, but they, it was legitimately funny. Like, mm-hmm. just like when I watched 80s sitcoms, I really laughed out loud and like the, the yeah. comedy here works. It's, mm-hmm. It could work as a separate sitcom. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, so, you know, there's lots of, um, there's lots of obviously MCU projects coming up mm-hmm. and and some of them are, are really, um, the kinds that you would expect, like there's going to be Black Panther sequels and Spider-Man sequels and Ant-Man sequels, but there's lots of stuff that's 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 really unknown to a lot of people. Like they've got a they've got a Shang Chi movie coming right. up. Uh, they've got uh, what is it? The Eternals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that up. one. That one's going to be weird. That one's going to be very strange. Yeah. Um, and I do wonder, like those are clearly your your efforts at um like recreating guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. right yeah um but uh like but you're absolutely right i don't know that there would be a huge demand for a, a wanda and vision movie but right. now i think after this i think there's a demand for either for that or another nine episodes oh yeah i, I would take either right yeah and i will say like obviously any mcu movie comes out then i'm probably gonna watch it but like i was not lining up to see i might wait a little bit to see a wanda and vision movie now i have to see it Mm -hmm. yeah and i don't know that they're planning on that but i wouldn't be surprised if they did another series uh we'll talk about that at the end of where we where we think the character goes from here we know that the the wanda character is going to be in the next doctor strange movie right that was announced so that's yeah that was announced before even the show uh was uh done so we're pretty sure that that wanda is going to survive at the end of this yeah spoil yeah not not even a spoiler that was people living in the world should know that all right where were we so now sword using the sword we're back out in the uh the real world. The real world. Yeah. So they use 80s technology and they send in a drone. Right. To try and target and destroy Wanda. Yeah. Bad. So, yeah, very bad. The drone goes in, it fires like a missile at her and she yeah. uses her magic to dismiss that pretty easily. Yeah. But then she opens up the, 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 the dome. Yep. And just opens up a can of whoop ass on on sword yeah not actually i mean she she just threatens them but she would have whooped their ass she says leave us alone right she comes out there or she says leave me alone leave me yeah that's right she leave me alone Mm -hmm. very curious and all of the sword agents have weapons aimed at her yeah and in a scene very similar to the first x-men movie she takes yeah yeah, she takes all those guns and points them back or she makes them all point at, uh, I think, Agent right. Hayward, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were all pointed at Agent Hayward. Not not all the other um, uh, characters. So I think I think there's the implication that she probably knows this dude. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably doesn't like him. Right. And But we've, we've found multiple reasons not to like this, this douchebag. Yeah. I could say douchebag, right? Yeah, I think that's fine. <clears throat> but yes, anyway, so Wanda is really at this point, she's uber terrifying. 
-hmm. and really powerful yep at the same time and it's a really cool scene it is super cool so she throws the uh the what so she doesn't kill anyone but she throws the uh the drone back at them yeah and then she goes back into westview Mm -hmm. and we're back in sitcom land of course yeah so uh sparky r.i.p yeah so we the dog sparky yep and the the dog dies right so we see that agnes Mm -hmm. is carrying sparky's body and she claims that uh, sparky's eaten some of the plants in her garden she couldn't help it like that Yeah. yeah And uh, the twins ask Wanda to bring Sparky back, back to, life. to life. Because they, they obviously know that her, their mom's got some power. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's clear. Yeah. What's interesting is they ask her this. Agnes doesn't flinch. No. Yeah. Agnes has seen a lot of magic happen in this episode and not. Yeah, flinch. yeah. So at this point, at this point, you know, in the early episodes, Wanda and Vision were really trying to hide their powers. Yep. And insofar as like that entire bit with the, uh, the talent show was almost Wanda using her powers to hide Vision's powers, right? Yes. That, that whole scene. Yep. And now Wanda doesn't really care anymore. Mm-mm. Just like, I'll just use this magic to do this. And right. Fine. And the interesting thing is that Agnes doesn't give a, a flip like, no. at all. No. Uh, but she does tell her her kids that uh, that no that you need to really try to you know process your grief. Yeah, Wanda you know, Wanda says that, and also Agnes sort of says like you can bring people back from the dead, sort of questioningly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's important. This is another one of those bookmark and notes footnotes things that we're saying that you know Wanda's telling her children that they, they need to sort of deal with grief. Yep. I think that's important. Uh, Vision at this point has like a little confrontation yes. after after the kids are put to bed because that's how every sitcom episode ends. Yep. Where the kids go to bed and, you know, it's nighttime. Yep. And uh, we get this confrontation where Vision is really kind of questioning the town, what's going on, why aren't there what Wanda's I... doing, why aren't there children, all yes. these things, right? Yeah, aren't there other children? And they ha- they have like this superhero confrontation. They both fly in the air mm-hmm. as as they are prone to do, and sure. uh, look like they are yes, <laughs> look <laughs> like they're about to unleash powers on each other. Uh huh. And then uh, she's trying to convince him that everything's under control. Uh, she doesn't know how it all got started. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're interrupted by a knock on the door. Right. And. Uh, who and should and enter? she is clearly surprised. She's clearly surprised. Which and is another one of those moments where we're like, okay, so she's in control of everything. She's the, it's all, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. But this is clearly a moment where she's like, I didn't expect that. Right. I didn't write that into the script. <laughs> and we cut back to Darcy and she's like, oh my gosh. And she says they recast Pietro. And well, sure. that's after, she says that after, or yeah, she says that after we see the reveal. Right, we see the reveal, and it's... We see the reveal, so the knock on the door, it's, surprise, it's her brother. Pietro. Pietro, only it's not her brother, Right. Pietro. It is, it is Peter, quote-unquote, yeah. from 
the guy who plays the same character in the old X-Men Fox movies. Right. Evan Peters. Uh, Evan Peters, uh, the actor. Uh, he plays Quicksilver. Yep. Uh, same powers as, that he did in uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, but it's, a, it's, the, it's the same quote-unquote character, uh, different actor. Yes. So this is just, he's been recast. Yep. And... Episode we, ends. We, and episode ends. Right. Um, this moment is, in time just blew up the fandom. Like, yes, this it. was the, this was the, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think when you saw this? At this, well, point? I thought they were reopening. Like, I thought they were. I thought this was a way that they that the, um, you know, the MCU purchased all the Fox stuff um, a couple years ago now. Mm-hmm. They were figuring. They've been figuring out how to bring in, you know, the Fantastic Four, the X Men, all these characters. They've been trying to figure out how to integrate all that. Um, you know, they say they've been saying like Kevin Feige has been saying all the right things about. Um, we don't want to lose the the, uh, the the legacy that these films have had, but we also want to tell our story the right way. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a way that they were just going to be like, you know what, the X Men exists. They have existed in this world. We haven't talked about it. This is how we integrate it. Right. We're going to bring it in right here. Yeah, I I did too. I thought this might be like, again, at this point in time, we don't know the nature of Wanda's powers, how she's changing the world. I thought it might have been like some sort of multiverse thing. She's opened. Yeah, she, she opened a rift in reality or something like that. Right, and one of those realities could have been the Fox X-Men movies. Like, why not? Yeah. And somehow this is this is this is where it's coming in. Yeah. And spoiler so, alert, that that's not what happens. I'm gonna No, it's not. It's it's not it's not what happens. But you know he is so this character, if it is this in fact, in fact this character, is didn't get his powers from an infinity stone the way that Wanda did. She didn't it wasn't that wasn't his history. Um, it's important that he doesn't have some sort of fake Sokovian accent. Yes. He talks just like Quicksilver did in the X-Men movie. Yep. American. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we mentioned the scene where, where Wanda earlier uh, uh, is is using the, the, the weapons of the sword, uh, weapons against the sword. Yep. Uh, that was reminiscent of Magneto. Magneto in the comic books is, of course, the father of Wanda and and Quicksilver, or at least right. part of their history is that it's kind of been rewritten now. But don't worry yeah, about yeah. that. Um, so, you know, do we have a situation where um, Magneto is somehow their father? And is that going to happen next? Right. Is like is that because there's all the, all these other kinds of reveals that could possibly come out of this, right? Like, because because Quicksilver is like you know. In terms of popular X-Men, he's like, you know, if, if we were to number them, like you mentioned that, that, that Wanda wouldn't be top 10 MCU. Yeah, yeah. So Quicksilver is not going to be top 20 X-Men, maybe. Quick, Quicksilver might be in triple digits, I think. Yeah, he's fine. He was good in these two, the, the two or three movies that he's been in. He's also not an X-Men. He's a villain of an X-Men. He's an X-Men yeah. villain, but he was in the, in the good guy camp for some reason. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, I think as what's interesting is this that one brief moment, the seeing Pietro played by Evan Peters, mm-hmm. 
the last episode had a lot of like, oh my god, like a ton of uh, <clears throat> speculation associated with it, right? But right. also answered some questions, right? And this, a lot of some questions. This episode answered very few questions, right? Right. You had the what we are calling a lie by Hayward, the the mm -hmm. living will of vision, mm -hmm. and very little to do with like the, the sort of meta plot going on of like what's, sure. what's overall happening and but just this little nugget mm -hmm. of a uh, alt pietro and yeah. that totally ignited the the fandom discussion <laughs> yeah and and that's that's i think what we should talk about here is just like we we have talked a little bit about how the structure of releasing these episodes week to week and all the speculation that, that occurs between each episode is kind of what really fueled this this show to become more popular than it than it started, right? Mm -hmm. It got more popular as it went on. That's the that's a lot of the ways that um, that network television shows have always done it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Lost was not that popular when it first started. It got popular as the show went on, right? And then you got episode by episode. Then it faded for a while, and then it got more popular. But like for this kind of a limited run show. Uh, I think it's really important for it to to have been released week to week. Yeah. And I wonder if some some shows, some, something like uh, Stranger Things on Netflix, might figure that out and might actually benefit from right. a from a numbers standpoint to be like, okay, we got ten episodes coming up, we can keep people engaged in this for ten weeks if we just release it once a week. Yeah, I certainly I would prefer that more. I I yeah. liked, you know, I I know that there's. Now that we're past everything, there's some people that felt, uh, I don't know, deceived <laughs> that sure. there was this like sort of arc going week to week of like, oh, I thought I thought you were going to bring in the Fox X-Men, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that's silly that you felt jilted by that. Yeah, it's a television show, first of all. It's not, it's, it's, it's for you, but it's not, it's somebody else's vision, mm -hmm. no pun intended. It's not yours. You don't get to decide what happens. Well, yeah, and it's I think choose your own adventure. If you don't watch it, don't watch it. <laughs> I know. I also think being a surprise is fun. Like that, this kind of speculation. Like if, if we're there for the ride, that's a lot of fun. So like thinking like, oh, yeah. it could be these things. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of. <laughs> and and we talked about this as as it was going on. I think so. There's nine episodes. I think we talked about, you know, and we probably should have put this in a podcast, and we should when it comes up, but. The, I think it's the eighth episode is really where you where you you get your climax, right? Right. Um, it's not the end. It's not the end. Yeah. Right. So. Anyhow, the end. The end is predictable. Mm -hmm. But something just because something's predictable doesn't make it bad. No. No. Um, you know, so, you kind of knew that that uh, that Frodo was going to figure out how to destroy the ring. Right. That didn't make that didn't make uh you know thirteen hundred pages or whatever Lord of the Rings is not worth reading. Right. Uh so I as we near the end of this, what what do you think this episode ranks in terms of like if you had to pick your favorite episodes of the series? I think it's my favorite. Really? Yeah. So I think eight is clearly my favorite. Uh-huh. I really liked A2, but I just I think for all the reasons we talked about um with it being like are my wheelhouse from a from a comedy standpoint, sitcom yeah, yeah. standpoint. Um, I loved 
even though it's kind of a deke, mm-hmm. you know, like a fake out. I loved the 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 Quicksilver thing at the end. That was very popular at the time, and uh, I and I also this is the first episode where we start to get the um the kind of the seamless kind of back and forth of uh you know um the uh like real back and forth between um, sitcom land and real world yeah yeah um i also really i mean i loved i mean i loved all the episodes but i and i also really like the uh it's i guess two episodes from now mm-hmm. so seven mm-hmm. right yeah, so seven yeah. was the one the, is that the modern family one spoiler alert seven is the modern family one yeah, yeah i really like that one yeah I, I'm gonna say this one is probably my third favorite one. So I, <laughs> when it happened, I loved it because, like, again, '80s sitcoms, Bill House. Favorite one, as I said, is episode eight. Mm-hmm. My next favorite one might be seven, and then followed by this one because this is this is the first time. Even though I appreciated the other sitcom episodes, this is the first time where the the sitcomness of its in and of itself landed. Yeah, I just like for you. Yeah. I could have watched a whole sitcom that was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we do have to, and we've mentioned this before and we'll mention it again. Um, this is the two best actors in this show are Elizabeth Olsen and, um, uh, uh, Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Yes. Yeah. They are awesome in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Just, just great. Like yeah. every it's, it's, uh, if we're going to do like a sports analogy, it's like, it's like Pedro in 2000. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Throwing where heat. he's just he's throwing heat he's okay. everything's on the corners he's three runs better than any pitcher in the league he's just mm-hmm. they're just great yeah. and they're perfect together in this in this episode um it's really this is where uh Catherine Hahn's character starts to pick up and we start to see her more and more and more and more yeah um and she's great um Wanda is able to sort of just um or Elizabeth Olsen is able, able to just kind of transition from whatever come era she's in back to herself so easily mm-hmm. um where she's you know the, the accent comes in and it just kind of goes away and it's just perfect it's just great ah yes another great episode yes all right well uh i don't think we have a dad bod no no we, we keep saying that in yeah. these episodes i don't think we're gonna have one this season we won't but great episode mm-hmm because we can't give it to uh, Hayward. He's the only No, one. I hate that guy. Yeah, he's not a dad. Yeah, that, guy's, that, guy. that guy's like a, he might have like a goldfish. Yeah, he's he's the dad tithesis of a dad. That, ooh, I like that dad tithesis of a dad. Mm-hmm. So, All right, should we wrap it up? Thank I think we should wrap it up. All right. Bye. <laughs>